What's up, guys? Nerdboy Podcast Episode 6, and we got a special one for Turkey Day. Everything Pokemon related. Everything Pokemon related is gonna be discussed on this episode. And we're gonna start with the guest, uh Mr. Zen Typhoon. Go ahead. Yeah, what's up, everyone? And everything. My soldier. Uh I mean, I guess my uh my own Discord boys who I'll uh I'll have them support and check out the podcast. Uh AK for bringing me out here. And uh yeah. All right, all right, uh, Rabbit. Yo, what up, it's Rabbit. Um, appreciate the views, you know. We're gonna give you another uh, happy Thanksgiving episode here, so yeah, yeah, stay tuned. Skies. Yo, I'm back, everybody. Um, I appreciate y'all listening, and I appreciate all the good feedback on uh, last week's episode. Um, Harm was so stoked to be a part, and uh, he he's really been just driving the podcast and stuff like that which is super super great it's so nice to see someone as hype and stuff as we are about something that we're creating um so i just really appreciate it guys and let's have a good episode and last but certainly not least chrono what up it's dashy oh boy don't stop (laughs) oh boy what up though it's chrono and you know thanks for listening to us um thanks for the likes and the love on that post i put up um on facebook earlier and thanks to the people that have subscribed to us on youtube we are 27 people strong you know that's four other people that added us and want to listen to our bullshit from the 23 we had last week but (laughs) we really do appreciate you guys and we love we are loving the support no matter how little how big we do really appreciate you guys that newest episode is getting a lot of love the analytics say it's like our second most viewed episode yet you know what it is we bring one white rapper on and we blow up we stupid (laughs) 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 all right so um today's we're not gonna be on here too long we ain't gonna talk you to death because everybody wants to get ready and go eat this is just something to hold you guys over until next week uh first thing on the docket is this Stupid ass Tesla truck that Elon Don't you Musk. Never disrespect that shit again. <laughs> that is the ugliest thing I've seen bro. in forever, bro. You know what? I'm just gonna let people go ahead. Get rabbit, rabbit. Have you looked in the fucking mirror? How are you gonna disrespect that truck? Man, you hey, look like, hey, don't you look like hey, the you look like the V1 like version of that shit, neck, bro. One at a that's, time. One that's at why your hairline goes down to the back of your neck. Shut up, shit. Yo, talk to him nice. Just because oh, you're the man. V1 version of that goddamn truck doesn't mean you need to disrespect the bigger and better, baby. Well, here's um, my thing is, like, who is this for? Who wants a PlayStation 1? Who wants to drive in a PlayStation 1 Polygon? Me? You remember You remember my comment about the triangle titties, bitch? I've been loving that shit since day one. I honestly... Like who is this for? And like I'm looking at I'm looking at it and this is what is this a Tesla? Yes, it is. It is a uh, Tesla. Elon Musk, a, the mastermind not, of everything. It's not a Tesla. Yes, it is. No, nah, it's gonna take over your it's gonna take over your mind. No. Anybody got <laughs> uh, surprising thoughts of the of Okay, the so so one thing they everyone was like freaking out the two things that everyone was freaking out about one um so 
basically, you know how like people will release analytics, but it's kind of skewed because like they release it based upon a certain, I guess. Yeah, like a demographic or like like think of it like a filter on like an Amazon search or something. Like you want to look for a hundred and twenty-eight gig, um, you know, fucking laptop or something. The only thing. Like news. Yeah, exactly. And like when you filter by one hundred and twenty-eight, that's all you're gonna find. So it's gonna look good. Mm-hmm. So basically, everyone was kind of complaining about the analytics of how much money um they like how many like pre-orders they said they got like money wise um versus like the likelihood of people to cancel and shit like that and the fact that it's a refundable deposit all i'm saying is they spent no fucking ad money on this truck it literally blew the internet out of the water the past week and there's like some odd billion dollars in in pre-orders like I mean, you must be doing something right. You know what I'm saying? Like, the thing doesn't necessarily look like a Tesla, but it catches your attention. How much is this shit? Um, so, I don't have the thing up, but there's three models. So, let me get to uh, it. The quick. base model is 39900 Okay, yeah, he's got it. Dual motor is 49,900. The all-wheel motors. drive version with 300 plus range um is 500. on dual motor. Damn, I want to buy that shit now the way he just said that. God damn. Dual selling this shit? No, 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 no. There's dual no, no, no. Okay, so there's there's a there's the base 39, there's I I think it's 39, 49 and 59. Yeah. There's a regular, there's a dual motor with 300 miles and there's a tri motor with 500 mile range. What the fuck? And, this is a dual and a tri motor, yo. Dual. <laughs> now here's now here's the thing, here's the thing. Let me see if this article you linked us gives um scroll down a little bit here. Where the heck is this? I'm pretty at? sure the dual motor is so that it can also it will, run electric. But long story gas. short. Ah, okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Well, well, anyways, like the the um the second one or the third one, the one with five goes like zero to sixty in like three point seven seconds. Yeah. So like, I I don't know. I don't know. All I'm saying is is there's a lot of like hype behind this truck. Mm-hmm. Like, in the fact, like, a, a, what a lot of people don't know is the exterior of it the reason why it looks like that is because it's really high quality cold rolled steel so you can't shape cold rolled steel like you could just regular like aluminum or whatever you put on the outside of a regular car because it's so freaking hard so that's why it looks like that and then the bulletproof glass. No vibranium truck. I'm good, bro. Right. <laughs> and then, and then the glass is bulletproof too. So, but not brick proof. No, no, no. Okay, okay. <laughs> now, now that was the second um, thing that everyone was freaking out about. Basically, they had a demonstration about like the the bulletproof glass, and they threw a bl- brick at it, and the brick went through it. But what happened was, is they did a demonstration beforehand about how the durability of the cold rolled steel mm-hmm. uh, holds up and they fucking hit the thing with a sledgehammer. And what happened, they looked into it afterwards, come to find out it actually shattered 
the 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 base of the glass so where the glass yeah. kind of cements into where it sits in the truck it actually shattered that and so when they threw it the integrity of the structure was already you know impregnated so a lot of people also don't think that this is the actual final model that will roll out because it doesn't have um mirrors uh, side mirrors it has yeah. like a weird not legal uh headlight beam thing yeah i mean it's definitely prototype all the way but yeah. i mean here's elon doing elon shit you know what i'm saying i mean he it, 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 elon's my dude i i don't care that guy has like the 200 iq on top of 200 iq this That's this guy closest is. to a goat as it gets yeah exactly this guy's a genius all right speed past that because i'm not interested in that at all um game <laughs> awards which is the end all be all these are the grammys of video games every year um there's a little bit of controversy behind this one because uh death stranding got uh nominated a lot and by a lot i mean a lot a lot i think it's in like 10 different categories in here yeah including game of the year and kojima is on the panel so like well we know what the game of the year is <laughs> <laughs> and then we already know how jeff Kelly is all over kojima's nuts so uh Look. Anyway, I'm gonna go through the nominations and then we can just uh everybody can give their um info on each category and we'll just go from there. Um for game of the year, uh the nominees are Control, uh Death Stranding, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, Resident Evil 2 Remake, Sekiro, and the Outer Worlds. I haven't played it yet, but I would have to go with Death Stranding. Oh my god. Bro, that I've had so much hype behind that game for so long. And, Isn't Redbox? There's literally no excuse. Okay. Alright, I'm gonna need you to settle down, bud. We can speed. YouTube, <laughs> we are on the platform that you do not use YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Zen, you got any thoughts about these Game of the Year nominees? Alright, so I really like Smash. Right? Like, it's it's a good game it is the ultimate smash brothers game it's it's you know it hyped itself up it's pretty good i'm also really biased to the outer worlds because that's a game that's got some really passionate developers behind it the people who made the good fallout games yeah and I, i've been seeing a lot of people play them and you know they're not you know calling it from the rooftop saying that this game's end all be all but it's a good game and i think from the perspective of someone who who really likes kind of like open worlder games like this it's it's i wouldn't count it out i really would like to see the outer worlds become game of the year all i'm saying is i did not sign up for someone to have an orgy with destiny Borderlands and freaking Fallout and poop this shit out. Like, that's <laughs> the guy that wants saying. the UPS simulator to win. Here. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> like, yo, like, fuck out of here, yo. Wait, Man, real quick, real quick. I'm gonna be honest with you. If Sekiro, Resident Evil 2, or Smash doesn't win Game of the Year, that shit rigged. Period. 
Especially, I, I honestly think Sekiro or RE, RE2 should win it. Death Stranding ain't been out long enough to be considered a game of the year. Let, let's be honest. It's the end of the year. And that shit, it's, it's just like, how do I put it? It's just like how... RE2, uh, Resident, not Resident. Not uh, Resident Evil. Um, what the fuck is that game called? The Cowboy know, game. The cow, yeah, the Cowboy. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah, Red Dead Redemption 2 came out. The and people got mad as hell because it lost to God of War. One, God of War had been out since the beginning of the year. Two, Red Dead just came out. And yeah, it sold a lot, but it was hype. I'm not saying it's not a good game. It's a great game, but you really think that game is better than God of War? You are tripping. I'm sorry. It, I definitely I definitely think that uh, um, Death Stranding's riding on the coattails of its initial launch right now, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, you can't deny that. Like, if you get nominated ten times, what less than a month after you get released? Like, I mean, you're definitely riding on some hype there. Like, most of these other games were released beginning to mid of year. They've had time to let that hype die down and still got nominated. Oh yeah. Right. My my argument to all of that is, I mean, it's not even an argument. That's the truth. My whole argument for it being nominated 10 times is just because, like like Joey like said, the hype factor. Like, other than that, literally there is gameplay of 30-minute cutscene, 15 to 30-minute cutscenes, and then five minutes of gameplay. How is that a good game? <laughs> like, and I guess it's because of the story, but if it was story of the year, okay, I can agree with story of the year. I can't agree with it being game of the year. I'm sorry, because when I look at game of the year, I look at the overall arcing, you know, things. The gameplay, the story, mm-hmm. the replayability, that's what I look at in the game. Death Stranding has no replayability, in my opinion. I'm going to play it once and be mad if I have to rewatch cutscenes again. I'm sorry. I'm just <laughs> realistic about it. So, in my eyes, if it's not RE2, if it's not Sekiro, with Sekiro is honestly a game defining it's a game defining game or if it is in smash i don't i i, I think it's rigged and that's my opinion i agree with chrono i agree with chrono i think uh um smash brothers resident evil 2 or sacro should take it um anything other than that it's it's rigged if death stranding wins then i'm i i lost all my faith in all games <laughs> like yeah. I don't think I've seen any action in the gameplay. Everything I've seen, so you don't just... get a gun in that game until like three, four hours in. Yeah, that's not that's not okay with me. You like literally, <laughs> you literally have thrown like shit bombs in the first three hours of that game. Like it's weird. Okay, um, let me let me sidetrack one second. Zen, you said you like Smash. You're a super big Smash fan. Yeah, Smash is pretty good. Can you give me a textbook definition of what a quarter circle move is? A quarter circle move. Uh, So (laughs) a quarter uh, circle move is uh, something that uh, 98% of the Smash community can't do. (laughs) That is the correct answer. Yo, this man can come back anytime. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to the next uh, category, best game direction. Um, Control, Death Stranding again, Resident Evil 2, uh, Sekiro, and Outer Wilds. Not Outer Worlds, the Outer Wilds. And for best game direction, I'm guessing... 
I don't, I can, don't really, never really understood that category. If anybody wants to explain it, I to think, me. I think it might be like as if you think like, um, like, like Steven Spielberg is the director of a movie, then Kojima would be Death Stranding. I don't. Maybe. No, I think the direction is because you know how you have games that the story is direct. You have games that like the story might throw you into a loop, but it has one consistent theme. Like think Detroit, Detroit. If Detroit would have won, um, whatever best directed game, whatever the fuck you want to call it, it would make sense because of how the story is portrayed, how it's consistent, how it flows, and that's why I think they're trying to go with with how basically how the game flows. So, like, like I said, going back to what I said, now if Death Stranding wins this, now I wouldn't be mad about that because yeah, yeah, I think I think I think this category it probably should win. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's if not if not, I think the the other one would probably be Resident Evil Two, just because they took an already good game and then made it even better. So, like, I mean, I don't know. I can see, I say between that, Sekiro is a high, the way Sekiro flows as a game, it's high probability it will come second, but it's between, I can see it being between RE2 or Death Stranding, but I think Death Stranding is going to take this one, in my opinion. Alright, um... The next uh, category is best narrative, the best story. Uh, that one is a plague's tale, uh, control, Death Stranding again, Disco Elysium, and the Auto Worlds. What the fuck is Control? Bro, I've never. It's, uh, did you guys remember that one Xbox game that was like you could rewind time and. Uh, like, oh, it has live action cutscenes and shit like oh, that. Oh shit! So oh, it's like it's like it's sure. like the game version of Click. <laughs> oh boy! Oh my god! Uh, think of Dio from uh, uh, JoJo. Like how he can stop time and then fuck with people and then start the time back up again. It's kind of like Click, but not without a remote. But it's uh, basically that. It's uh, that that company uh, that made a different game uh, not under the Xbox banner and it came out this year so that's pretty much what it is Quantum Break that's what it's called Quantum Break y'all oh, <laughs> oh, okay. that game operated kind of like how Quicksilver does in the movies how like everything kind of stops but it's not really stopped. basically PlayStation version of Quantum Break I know I'm mm-hmm. I'm like narrowing it down like super low but it's uh, PlayStation's well, it's actually third party, so a third party version of Quantum Break without the live action con- cutscenes. Is it anything like Time Splitters? I wish. Mm, I wish. Okay, that's what it sounds like. But um, I guess Death Stranding, because I've never heard of any of them other games minus the Outer Worlds. <laughs> I've heard of Control, but like I don't think that I see that winning like story. <laughs> like, like I wouldn't be mad if uh, a Death Stranding won uh, Best Narrative. Either. I wouldn't be mad at that. I'd be kind of yeah. hyped for Disco Elysium because I've got a uh, a weakness for detective games after like Heavy Rain. Oh, okay, so that's what that is. I actually remember that. Yeah. Jason. I mean, it's not... Jason. <laughs> uh, best art direction. 
control Death Stranding again. Gris, uh, Sayonara, Wild Heart, Sekiro, and Link, uh, The Legend of Zelda, Link's Awakening. If anyone I, ever says Sekiro. anything about Zelda, I'm killing you. Sekiro. I think Zelda should win that because how that art style is very, 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 very good. Especially when you take the uh, a Game Boy game and remake it. Like, I don't agree that it was $60. It shouldn't be $60, but that's a story for another day. But that's definitely looks like a really good game. Uh, art direction-wise. Sekiro. If you ever see the kills in Sekiro, Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say probably that, just because I have watched some some content and some playability on that. And it, it seems like that's probably... The, the best choice for that category. I'm gonna go with Zelda just because I'm a Zelda fan and I, I it's always had really good art to me. So that's where I'm going with that. I would have to say Sekiro. I mean, I've not seen too much of, of control. Um, and who knows, Death Stranding could win, but I just don't. I think at this point, I don't want it to. For uh, <laughs> real. I think with Gris we're kind of done with like art direction is like can you still have a game and it's almost piggybacking off of what chrono was saying about game of the year is game of the year it's not just hype of the year or anything like that and i think i think gris is kind of reminds me of that one game what was that game where you like walk through the desert as like a, a red dressed girl and that was it um um we was talking about that game about is amazing life. We that talked game. to Journey. Journey. Yeah, that game is amazing. Yeah, like games like those are nice. They're pleasant, and I wish they were free on the PlayStation Store. But that's as they far as they should go, Xbox. honestly. And like, I I think that's kind of like that's it, it's nice. It's pleasant to have, but it's not like Sekiro. It's not like Sayonara Wild Heart. A game. It's not a game that has a really really nice like well done art. It's art that was like, hold on, we can make this a game. game. Yeah. So. See, as a kind of an art major too, when I look at art, I look at overall everything. Like, yeah, Death Strand is a very beautiful looking game, but compared to graphic wise, but I'm talking about Sekiro, like, when colors and stuff like that. Nobody trying to look at no goddamn uh, like different uh, wetlands all day. Right, with different hues, like when you switch from one environment to another, how the hues, how the sun affects the way everything looks around, like the shade, the shades, the death scenes, when somebody dies, the gore, it just, it's not like a bright red, it's like a gory look like burgundy, I just got fucked up type red. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't, you know, I can't explain it personally because obviously I have a different sight when it comes to these things and it's kind of hard for me to explain when it comes to talking about art but artists know what the fuck I'm talking about and yeah Sekiro is is different compared to like a Death Stranding that's graphically beautiful but a lot of the environments in my opinion don't mix with the tone of the story so yeah alright I'm gonna skip around cause some of these uh I'm gonna just name the uh um categories and y'all let me know if y'all want to go through them um best music score do y'all care about that nope no nah. <laughs> um best audio design no no i don't give a fuck about best performance uh games for impact 
No. So basically, games that made a statement. Yeah, actually, I, I I would like to talk about. Oh wait, there's something on here that I would. Life is strange too. I played the first game, haven't played the second one. Life is strange is is one of the coolest non-typical for me games. <clears throat> well, all the uh, games that were nominated for games for Impact was Concrete Genie, Gris Again, Kind of Worlds, Life is Strange 2, Sea of Solitude. Wow, a game that uh, is not in. That's crazy. I've never heard of none of those games. So I've heard of Concrete Genie, it. never played it. Heard of Life is Strange 2, never played it. And uh, uh, Zen just put me onto Gris. So, uh, I would say, I, would say uh, I don't know what game made the most impact because I don't, I don't know those games. I wouldn't, other than the Life is Strange two, and I don't even think that actually made any impact. Hot out everybody, all the ones named. Yeah, I'm like, I, honestly, I don't even think that game put that much impact because it's basically just going off of what Life is Strange one did, in my opinion. So. Uh, it's you weird. know, a uh, game for impact is basically another word way of saying which game is the most progressive and shit like that. Yeah. Um, best ongoing game is oh, yeah. Apex, Destiny, Two, Final Fantasy fourteen, uh, Fortnite, and Rainbow Six Siege. Uh, was that was okay, that a question, so, Aaron? <laughs> so. I would say personally Final Fantasy 14, but we all know Apex is going to win it. But <laughs> nah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I disagree I, with you. I, I would love for Apex to win it, but we all know who winning that. Uh, oh wait, yeah. is Fortnite a part of it too? Hold yes. yes. Oh no, my Fortnite, <laughs> Fortnite um, winning it, but I say Final Fantasy 14 or eight or Apex. But I like Rainbow Six Siege because of nah. It. Apex should win it. Fortnite's going to. Rainbow shouldn't even be up there because I swear to God, if I put an ACOG on your fucking face and I shoot and blood comes out of the back of your your head and you don't instantly die, the game's trash. I mean, do that on Apex too. Apex and Call of Duty are not guaranteed one hit headshot kill game. They are uh, not. Have you have you played with the 725? Either <laughs> is Rainbow Six Siege is <laughs> in a love for sure, 100% kill. If you yes, hit it is. Head. Yes, it is. That game, if you hit nah. someone in the head, no, it's, it's not. supposed to kill you. It's, it's more not. realistic. It's supposed to be more realistic. So technically, if you shoot somebody in the head, it's supposed to be a one shot drop. But the way they do it is. You don't go into like a last stand mode. You're supposed to just automatically die. It's a different. It's, that's where the realism come in. I don't know how. I don't know why. Don't ask me. But that's the way it's supposed to be. <laughs> Zen. I mean, honestly, <laughs> like honestly, I I would like Apex to win it as well. Yeah. I I think best ongoing game is an award that should be given to a game that has been ongoing in a general same marketing pace. gameplay scheme pace anything you want to call it destiny 2 no they lost almost all of their player base with the split between between activision bungie and they went to a free-to-play model that welcomed new players at the cost of the game mm -hmm. final fantasy 14 you know what 
as close second as it gets. You know, it's a good game. It's subscription based. WoW can show you that that's fine. Fortnite, <laughs> get it out of here. I ain't a baby. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> I honestly, I like Rainbow for the changes that they've made, and which is why I think it's really good for best ongoing game. Do I think it's a winner? Nah, not really. Just to piggyback on that, reason why I say Final Fantasy XIV is biased as I am because I have been playing the game since it came out. A lot of people forget, just like Rainbow Six Siege, Final Fantasy XIV was terrible. Oh, it was buns when it first came out. It was buns when it came out. And now you look at it now with Shadow, especially with Shadowbringers. Shadowbringers is hands down their best expansion yet. It's like, it's not even a question asked. And that's why I say, like, all the changes through all the hardships it's been through, that game has went through hell and back to what it is now. And that's why I'm like, it, I, I think it should get that award. But we all know what it is. Thanks, right. Ninja. Uh, and the thing that kills me is like Fortnite done lost hella steam as far yeah. as like uh, what it, it it's still super popular and Fortnite's not going anywhere. That's going to be that, like uh, Chrono said last week. That's the new League of Legends in terms of popularity. Like, it's going to always it's going to always be there, but yeah. it's nowhere near as popular as it was when it first came out. It's a generational yeah. game. It's like it's like League of Legends. It's that it's that it's the new generation game. Period. All right. Best indie game. Um, I don't know most of these. Untitled Goose Game. Bala is you, Disco Elysium, Katana Zero, Outer Wilds, and Untitled Goose Game. Untitled Untitled Goose Game won won some shit from the Golden Joystick Award, so why not keep up the hype? Why not? I I want Untitled Goose Game to take it. I just, when I first saw it, I was like, I, I saw gameplay, I was like, this is half. This has to win. This is amazing. If Untitled Goose Game does not win, they're gonna get hit with a honk. It's it's just gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I love Untitled Skies. Goose Game like I love Jazzy Beats. Period. Oh Skies, you care about indie games? Nope. Right. <laughs> Best mobile game? Don't care. Best community for it? Don't really care. Um. Best action game, we can do good. Uh, Apex, Astral Chain, uh, Call of Duty, Devil May Cry, Gears, and Metro Exodus. If I had to pick, uh, I'm split between Astral Chain and Devil May Cry because when I think of action game, my mind doesn't go shooters. There's a whole category for shooters. Why are there shooters in the action game category? But hey, maybe I'm old school. <laughs> I'm, I'm with you. Did you run out of breath there, Aaron? <laughs> no, I'm just very passionate about this. So, why do we have so many shooters in the action game category? Because they're action game. They're uh, so why would we have a separate category for shooters? Like, the stupid. Modern Warfare for 300? Uh, it's, I'm going to go with mo- Devil May Cry 5 just because it's not a shooter. Devil May Cry 5 is, is a game that has... Uh, like a really good hack and slash system, like replayability, exactly. just because you can play through the game. Three different times. Yeah, and with a thousand different, you know, weapons and combos and fight styles and stuff. I, I think it's a really good one. So can we, we put Diablo three on this? Diablo, it yeah, uh, take, uh, take that back. Diablo three for four hundred. 
If you come out this year, idiot. <laughs> it don't matter. It's still the best. Uh, I'm going Devil May Cry 5. Apex is probably going to win it, but definitely Devil May Cry 5. That's like the best way to sing your game off, man. The best way. And just to stick to tradition the way it did and rebound from that trash-ass reboot. <laughs> Make See, now, this is stupid. They got best action game, and they got best action adventure game. Uh, Borderlands 3, Control, Death Stranding, again. Resident Evil 2, and Sekiro, and Zelda. Yep. Can we change the title of this, or at least for Death, Death Stranding, to uh, best walking adventure game? Yes. Bro. Best walking simulator? UPS <laughs> simulator. Like... <laughs> Like UPS Simulator in 2019. Yeah. Sekiro RE2. RE2. <laughs> Same. I wouldn't yeah. be mad if Zelda won that either. <sighs> um, <laughs> uh, best RPG Disco Elysium, Final Fantasy 14, Kingdom Hearts 3 Trash, uh, Monster Hunter World, Iceborne, and the Outer Worlds. See, I don't. Mm, like I like the Monster fact Hunter. That Iceborne uh, is in here but makes me want to The my fact hair that out. Kingdom Hearts is in here, fuck yeah. all that. Yo, <laughs> it's between Final Fantasy fourteen or Iceborne, hands down. Iceborne no. is the oh. shit. Uh, is shit. <coughs> Maybe I don't know. Hey, look, look, hey Joey, Joey fought a great <laughs> Jagras and got body the first monster, oh. and that's why he doesn't like Monster Hunter. I'm sorry. I don't like when you just sell me an expansion, which realistically is just a skin for all the monsters. My bad. How I mean, many times you done bought Call of Duty? Right. Are you Ooh. serious? You bought Call of Duty? <laughs> Thank you. Are you serious? My cripping again. <laughs> oh my god, bro. Like, How I many times you done bought Madden? I hate gamers that say that it's a reskin. You brought 2K Mad and Call of Duty. Like people that's playing Fortnite 2.0 is a reskin of regular Fortnite. I mean, to be fair, we ain't pay for that shit though. I mean, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> still it's a reskin. What are you talking about? Like I mean, I, even I even if you talking about it, it's a reskin, if you actually played Monster Hunter and fought all the monsters. It ain't really that much of a reskin when you get embodied by a Folgor and Janaf, bro. And he does totally different thing from a regular engine app. It's not really a reskin. Okay, but when he when he looks almost the exact same, and you don't have to do very much work to turn what Andronath was into the new Andronath. Like it's just to me, you sold me a DLC that you were lazy on. Okay, well, at least it was a DLC so, and not a full fledged game like Call of Duty does. Every it was a, it was a full fledged game. It was yeah, it was it was sixty bucks. Here, Here's my question. I gotta always ask people who says this. Have y'all ever played the original Monster Hunters that had region variant monsters that were the same as that monsters? Yeah. No, I never played Monster I, Hunter. I didn't play Monster Hunter. Did, did y'all, do y'all know about all the new monsters that actually got added into the game? There's a, as many reskins that as there are. There are. I know the about the I know about monsters. the new creatures, but it doesn't take it doesn't take that much more effort to just give us all new creatures bro especially when you're charging us 60 bucks for it 
I mean, Call of Duty. I want you to keep that same energy for. I want you to keep that same. What are you talking about? All the sports games and all the goddamn. No, I'm fine with that. I'm waiting for Call of Duty to drop the reskin maps of Modern Warfare 2 maps. And you know they're going to be the best maps because that's all people are going to be playing. Right. How many times you don't bought? Yeah, but they don't. They don't. They don't charge you sixty bucks to play on a map. Are you serious? You got to buy the season pass. Sixty dollars and then play a Rabbit, are we talking about Black Ops 4? You had to buy the season pass to get any map. I didn't play Black Ops. Black Ops 4 was a horrible fucking game. Okay, we played Blackout. We did not play multiplayer. Multiplayer wow. had all their skins were reskinned. So the exactly what you just said is null and void because Call of Duty reskin skins. I didn't I pay. Two K. Two K. I didn't, didn't pay an extra sixty bucks for the 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 blackout First mode. First of all, where did yeah. you pay sixty bucks? The expansion was forty. <laughs> forty, whatever. I didn't spend I forty bucks 40 on blackout. Bucks. Like I would play, yeah. bought call up. I bought Call of Duty for the blackout. I didn't play it for anything else i didn't play i played online for like 15 bucks okay but does that still nullify that call of duty still had reskin skin even if you played blackout or not was it not still reskin? i don't play it for but the thing the, 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 the point he's getting across is is that does not qualify for us or does not pertain to us because we that didn't play still that qualifies if you still play call okay, of duty regardless if you play black ops or it not it still qualifies it qualifies for people it pertains to it didn't pertain to us because we didn't buy it we didn't play this it. year all right, all right. Let's move, <laughs> Let's move on to the next one. Best fighting game. Oh my god. Uh, Dead Alive Six, Mortal Kombat Eleven. I'm skipping that. Uh, Samurai Showdown <laughs> and Smash Brothers. We are not putting Jump Force on here. Why the fuck they put Jump Force, Jump Force onto is the here? Fighting game. It is a type of fighting game. Regardless of what you think. So why not we why ain't we put you know uh fight night into motherfucking fighting game categories? Why not? Shit, I mean shit, fight night is fighting. a it technically why ain't UFC and 2K20 up in here? Fuck it. I mean it technically is a fighting game, but I don't know. Like Jump Force is fine for what it is. It's cool as in it's good. I'm gonna play with my uh action figure simulator, but if you're not <laughs> if you're not at least in Evo, you shouldn't be nominated for best fighting game, period. Uh, long story short, um, I'm gonna say Smash, even though I'm not a Smash. If it's, yeah. it's between yeah. Smash and MK11, but Smash probably gonna end. Smash gonna win. Awesome. MK11 yeah. has no choice. It's the best selling game of the year of almost all time. So, I mean, of all time. So, there's no way Smash Ultimate is not winning that, period. Yeah, Smash, Smash is probably amazing. winning that. Yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, Best family friendly games, so they just made this Nintendo category. <laughs> uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Ring Fit Adventure, which the only reason why I know what that is is because I seen Dashy play it. Super Mario Maker 2, uh, Smash Bros. again, <laughs> and then Yoshi's Crafted World. I swear to I don't know what that same Luigi Mansion 3 for the nostalgia. Um, I seen gameplay of Luigi's Mansion three, and I felt like I was ten, and I almost threw my wallet at the fucking screen. So Sounds like a family game winner to me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I um, have to go with Mansion on that. I really enjoyed Mario Maker two. I still enjoy watching people play that. Um, I just feel like it's a game where 
if you want to be a dick to your kids, just make a really hard level, beat it, and have them play for hours and get mad. Yeah, that was going to be my thing. Is like, I feel like that's the one game that shouldn't be on that list because it's not tailored to be like a, hey, everyone gather around on your couch and play this game. <laughs> this was speedrunners. Yeah, it definitely is. It made speedrunning uh, cool again. I I enjoy. It. I think I think it's it. I mean, if you want to, I love. Your I, I watch Dashy play Mario Maker every Saturday. I ain't gonna hold yeah, it. I, I love it. I I think I I would like to see that one. Um, best space uh sports slash racing game. Damn. No, no. Let's skip the next two. Let's skip because we all know it's gonna win it. Crash, no, dirt rally, football, pro. I ain't never even heard of that shit. F one twenty nineteen and FIFA. Wow. Okay, let's let's, let's speed past it. Crash now. Best Crash. multiplayer game. Best <laughs> player goes to uh is Apex, Borderlands, Call of Duty, Tetris. And... <laughs> that's, Tetris that's hilarious. For someone who has so many hours in Tetris ninety nine, I don't even know why. It's Tetris ninety nine is the shit. Yo, okay, with nobody. It definitely else. is. It definitely is. It's Apex like gonna win that bitch, but Tetris, yo. <laughs> Apex is the win on this. Yeah, I wouldn't be mad at Apex or uh, the Division winning that. It was a pretty decent game. Division, no, Division lost his fan base. It, I, I have 400 hours on that game. It, it's not like Division One. It's, it's not gonna win. I mean, and but the rest of these are just uh, categories. Mm -hmm. I really can we just fuck speed past the content no. creator of the year? We can, yeah. we can speed past the rest of these. I don't give a fuck about the no, rest no, of these. No, no, no. Content creator of the year. Hold on, real quick, Rabbit. What were Yo. you about to say? I it's just uh, <laughs> all right. So this is gonna throw some smoke up in the air. But we all complain about how all the games are the same, the same, the same. And then you just said that you didn't like the division because it wasn't like the first one. Oh no, no, no! I didn't say I didn't like the division. I said it lost its fan base. I love Division Two. Don't get don't get me wrong. I put four hundred hours into that game. That should tell you how much I love that game. But I'm, I'm, I just know with the changes to the dark, dark zone because PVE players, yes, I'm calling y'all out. Chronos, unpopular opinion. Y'all are bitches that cry about everything when P, PVE isn't a prime fucking suspect. It kind of destroyed the community of Division 2. And it mm. calls for the developers to nerf shit that didn't need to be nerfed, but because PVE players cried, they nerfed it. Like, prime example, and I don't want to go too long, but prime example, there was a Reddit post of a guy literally making a post about the Dark Zone. Anybody that played Division One knows the Dark Zone was tailored for a PvP action. Mm -hmm. Four, four, four player team based PvP action. Yep. Dude literally went on Reddit. I want you guys to make a PvE because I don't PvP. And that makes it unfair for me to go have to get gear. Mind you, 95% of the gear you get in the game is from PvE. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> and to watch the community, watch the game fold for PvE players, PvE casuals that weren't even going to be in the game. Two weeks after the game came out, shows how much that community faltered. And that's why I'm saying that game, that's why that game win because the Developers themselves falter to casuals for no fucking reason. And that's the one thing I can't stand about a developer. Those that I understand casual brings bring in your money, but you change your main selling point for people who won't play the game two months after the game is out. 
you know, yeah, developers, uh, uh, when developers go to a vocal minority, the game almost always fails. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you ever if people listening, if you don't believe me, just go on YouTube and look at how all the major content creators for Division Two made videos two three months later saying why I quit the division and why the player base has actually dropped and why we're still waiting on fucking raid the second raid that they keep postponing because they keep trying to make balances to shit that people aren't asking balancing for so so content creator of the year (laughs) hit me with shroud or you're wrong uh i would i would say honestly i'm a big shroud fan but courage is my dog bro dude courage dr lupo earthquake i can't pronounce that dude's name i uh i'm courage i 100 courage Courage is my dude i wasn't a a big um i didn't really hear of him when he was like with optic and like that was his thing but when he left and fortnite became his like prime game of play like, I fell in love with his videos. I watch all of his videos now on YouTube. Watch every single one of them, and they crack me up for as long as he's they got are. such a great team behind him now. Hundred Thieves, best esports team in the True. world, like hands down. Actually, I changed I changed my answer to Courage because I realized this is Content Creator of the Year, and honestly, like like Shroud makes content, but he really is just like you're waiting for him to make some nutty streaming shots and some like yeah. compilations. But that's yeah. it. He's a good I, content creator, but it's more, he's you watch him for high level plays. Mm-hmm. You watch Courage to literally have to fucking piss. Your- yeah, <laughs> yeah, I love watching Courage play. It's just yeah, I Courage all the way. I'm just sad content that I don't creator know of the year. None of these people is besides Doctor Lupo. Content creator of the year is Nerd Boy Podcast. What you talking about, yo? W gang. Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> Nice. Uh, does anybody care about the best esports game? League no. of Legends. All right. Well, now that we Zen can't come back. going to be Fortnite. Zen can't come back. My bad. Uh. Best esports player. Hit me with that. Faker or Sinatra. Either one. Fake Sinatra. Uh, Perks oh. is. It over... ain't gonna be Sonic Fox ever again. Just know that. <laughs> People were so mad. I was like, yo, y'all I, know can, I want Sinatra right? to win. I want Sinatra to win. Out of uh, best esports. He's best esports player, Chrono. <laughs> uh esports teams. Um the fact that 100 teams isn't up there is the biggest disrespect in the entire world. Esports events. Uh Evo. I want Evo to win that. Um Coaches, esports hosts. Yeah, I don't really care about the rest of this. Can we move on? Alex yep. Goldman yeah. Mendes. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> All right, main topic of the night Pokemon Sword and Shield's been out for about what, two weeks now? Week yeah, and a half? Uh, November 15th. So, yeah. And it's the most contra- controversial Pokemon game to be released to date. A lot of people were complaining about animations to have baked decks. Uh, I think. Um, besides uh, Rabbit, I think uh, Zen is the only other person that has that game, correct? Yeah. Yeah, I played a couple hours of it. Um, I, uh, I've just been grinding my levels right now. Um, 
I, I mean, I I personally love the game. Uh, it scared the shit out of me when I first started playing, though, because I didn't know the Pokemon can chase you. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> all of a sudden, I was running through the grass. I was, I was going to chase my fucking dog. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, um, no. Dude was getting his ass beat by Zigzagoon. <laughs> no lie. I, I enjoy it. From what I've played, the two, three hours that I've played it, I, I enjoy All right. it. All right. Zen, go ahead and uh, give us a brief rundown because uh, let us know how much how many hours you're going to put in, um, what's to expect, what not to expect, and uh, if you can give it a letter grade, go ahead, go from there. Give us a quick rundown of the Pokemon Sword and Shield. All right, here we go. Pokemon, a uh, brief history of time. Uh, <laughs> the last good game was Platinum. And I ain't mad at that. That's a, that's a fact. Nope, you're wrong, unfortunately. But, <laughs> so, Black and white. catch me with this. What redeeming factor did Black and White bring to the game? And that doesn't mean the story, because you can't bring story from one game to a, to a whole series. Permanent fucking rain. The fuck is you talking about, yo? That was the permanent who? Greatest, permanent rain. That was the greatest thing ever. Rain's talking not about permanent, permanent anymore, bud. It's gone. I know, but that was the greatest <laughs> meta ever. Permanent rain, permanent sun. Oh, you're talking about... Okay, so he, yeah. he's talking about... it's a, It was a nostalgic time in competitive. That yeah. Liked. Okay, I'm with you there. Uh, But, so first gen, introduction to the game. 151, awesome, crazy. Gen 2, Gen 1's DLC. We had genders. We had shinies. We had two new types. We had, you know, competitive breeding became a thing. That's Gen 3. Joto boy. Right. Gen 3. We have abilities. We have the new colors, the, 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 the vibrant, you know, welcome to the Game Boy Advanced era. Um, multiplayer became crazy big because we had the double battle introduction, which became the main format of what we play today in VGC. Now, that was really good. Could we get better? Yes, because there was a massive amount of these hard-worked-on mons that were dumpster trash because of... If I use the move Fire Punch as a physically offensive Pokemon, it does not matter because Fire-type is still special. So the physical special split came in 4th gen. This meant Fire Punch is a physical move, but Flamethrower is a special move. Special just being long-range for anyone, viewers who don't know, and... and you know, the physical self-explanatory. This was the last good thing that Pokemon games brought because after this, I'm not counting fairy types in 6th gen, uh, but th that was the last good thing. Black and White attempted to bring in something with triple battles and rotation battles. And as they were fun, they were not successful. Um, it brought a lot of slice of life values that I love. It brought the ability for really, really awesome metas like Permanent Rain, uh, Sandstorm teams to be fully in action. So it, it really emphasized on weather teams. It really emphasized on dragons running wild. So you had dragon teams, you had teams that stalled out dragon. It created actual, a really fun and interactive competitive environment. But one thing that it didn't do uh, was it, well, I guess back on the, the still the life things was the animations the pokemon had animations throughout the entire battle they moved they breathed um tms were no longer one-time use you didn't have to like plan your whole run through of pokemon on okay i get i get the uh the opportunity to get thunderbolt here so i can finally give it to my competitive you know such and such like you could just use them over and over again but it what it, it had was a really good story and and some really good characters but apart from the game that was kind of it 
In sixth gen for, for X and Y, they brought the fairy types. That was awesome. It answered dragons. It had its, it, it shook up. Uh, they, they did a lot of balance changes. They changed a lot of moves, power. Um, steel type no longer became the wall. Uh, it no longer stopped everything because it lost the amount of resistances it had by like two, but it mattered. Um, mega evolutions. Uh, you know, don't catch me crying that Flygon doesn't have a Mega. I don't care. Megas were cool, but they weren't, they weren't needed. Um, sun and Moon. Really fun. Uh, I disagree. <laughs> I mean, I and, shit on, at all. <laughs> like, Sun and Moon, ever, I really wish that Game Freak would have waited and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon would have been the only 7th gen game they released. Because... Ultra Miss me with that totem po Pokemon stuff, bro. I ain't gonna hold you. A Super Saiyan Mon? Yeah, no. Exactly. I'm good on that. Everything that they tried to bring, Z-moves, Totem Mons, Trials, it was a swing and a miss. They've been swinging and missing since 4th gen. And finally, we have 8th gen. They brought something uh, Dynamaxing. This is a three-turn limit once per battle. It only increases the base health of your Mon and then en en enables them to use max attacks, which are just buffed versions of attacks with secondary abilities. Z-moves on crack. Exactly. Z-moves on crack that could be stalled out. Z-moves on crack that can be, you know, easily predicted because you know, like, okay, well, you only get one, like, Dynamax or Gigantamax uh, per battle. And I, it, it's... It's not like a mega where there's that one mega per team. You can look at someone's uh, lineup on their on their roster and go, okay, that's their mega. Uh, now I have to play around this. And then, you know, once they've got their mega, it's just gonna it's basically gonna sweep your whole team, and you're just playing around who's who's you know ace dies first. And honestly, I think I'm excited to see where Dynamaxing takes VGC because we're we're still you know we're not even officially two weeks into the game yet. And I'm super excited to see where it is as a game, not just for competitive, but for for like the everyman experience of the game. Oh, yeah, it brought back nostalgia, the open world with the wild area, having Pokemon that are able to, you know, chase you down and mons that are in the grass. It brought an exciting amount of discovery. There are really, really like 2%, 1% rare encounters in the overworld. And there's a whole separate table for in the grass, which means you don't get the let's go situation where you feel outnumbered by just this mass amount of things on your screen. And you also don't get like the, the sense of like, okay, well, I'm just in an empty barren and everything's hiding in the grass. You get like a nice balance of like, there is exploration around every corner. The characters are amazing. You actually get some build from all characters involved. There's not a team that for some reason is evil and is going to do something dastardly nefarious and world ending and a 10 year old stops them uh they literally tell you okay you know spoiler alert they tell you at one point in the game when like there's a climactic event going on the adults are going to handle it continue to go train your pokemon win the gym challenges and have fun and then the actual adults just take off you know my city needs me and they go and they leave the 10 year old to be a 10 year old which is something i think is is phenomenal um nat dexers Go cry somewhere else. I don't care. Your <laughs> favorite mon didn't make it? It sucks. You know? It's really not that big of a deal. They added... You gonna cry because you haven't, you're not gonna be able to play with the Needle King for this eighth time in a row? Yeah. 
You're going to cry because you're edgy and Absol didn't make it in? Okay, He's go cry somewhere else. right now if y'all ain't gas him up. <laughs> <laughs> but I honestly, the, the nostalgia, the replayability, the amount of hours you can jump into it, the wild area, making it so that every person's playthrough can be wildly different. I hated asking my friends on night one of the game coming out, oh, who's your team right now? Do you want to battle real quick, like after every gym and battling with identical team? This is the first time where we had a multi-battle and not a single person had a matching Mon because, well, one of us dumped one of our starters, but we had, you know, completely independent, uh, what's the word? Uh, everyone had different teams. And, you know, it was crazy. As a, as a grade, do I think the game's perfect? No, far from it. I think there are many adjustments that can be made. I truthfully think that with the graphics they had, the animations they had, the models, the the, the textures, I think they could have brought the whole deck. I think I think they still will at some point. I think we are bound to see the biggest DLC or j update that we have ever seen from a Pokemon game. Uh, you know, different from just okay, we're gonna start just dumping in a bunch of like event mons. I think eventually they are going to dump in with this train system that's so important and like built through the world but only used like two times <laughs> I, I think they're going to have the ability almost like if, if you guys played x and y with the the pokey farm like your uh -huh. pokey range where everyone had different types and yo what's in your what's in your farm i think it's going to be something like that where we are going to get the rest of the decks just in ways that encourage more multiplayer than the game already has encouraged and with, you know, a lot more involvement from the community, which is something that the, the Pokemon, like, Game Freak has been wishing for, is that it's not just a, a solo man's run-through and 12 hours later you've beaten the game and that's it. Okay, I'm gonna ask you a uh, real-life question. Hit it. Is this game worth buying a Switch for? By itself, like, I'm gonna buy a Switch and I'm just gonna play Pokemon, like, this is why I'm buying the Switch. Yes. I did. That's my biggest culprit, bro, because I'm over here. I don't play like hardly any like Switch stuff, bro. I don't. And I was legit going to buy a Switch just for this game. <clears throat> so it's just quiet in here. Right. What's going on, yo? Zan, you still there? What happened to Zen? Well, he got Zen died, <laughs> so he the beat went off. Oh god! So uh, until Zen gets back, uh, what does everybody think? Uh, given the rundown he's uh, he said so far, I mean the dude's super knowledgeable. I I might have got turned on while he was talking. I'm back. Not, hey, not there you go. Right. I was rushing to get on my earbuds. Uh, okay. So AK, is this? I have a, a, retor a return question. Are you asking me this as a Pokemon fan, or are you asking me this as a person who is just a gamer genuinely interested in a game? Uh, both. Because I okay. know I'm probably going to end up getting it eventually, probably around tax time. But uh, as a person who's at one point in time was interested in Pokemon back in the day and wants to get back into a swing of things, would this be a game for them to buy a Switch for just to get that nostalgic rush for Pokemon again? As a previous Pokemon fan or anyone who's ever had a glimpse of Pokemon in their life, buy it. Buy the Switch. I don't care, light or whatever. That's a topic for, I'm sure it's already been discussed and it, it, it can go into later. 
But yes, get the game, play the first ever game that's on a console and that is a main core series game. Get the game because this is the easiest it's ever been to get into competitive. This goes kind of above the um like the the level of like how intense do I want to go into like how good is this Pokemon game? But this is the first game where I could t ask you tomorrow, hey, do you want to come with to this Pokemon tournament? And I could I could give you battle-ready Pokemon right now. Or you could raise them yourself. Because having the natures, having the Eevees, the Ivies, having the, the moves, it's the easiest it's ever been. And I think that is something that is is wonderful. It allows everyone to be able to get into the game to the same level that they desire. Um, it sounds like an actual adult Pokemon game. Yeah, right. I, yeah, I, I bought the Switch Lite just for Pokemon. I bought the Pokemon Edition Switch Lite. Mm -hmm. um, Which, I, by the way, that thing looks nasty. It's so nice. <laughs> I um, I went to GameStop. I didn't have the intentions of buying it until I heard the price, dude. This is $200. This is cheaper than the 3DS I bought a couple of years ago. True. Like, Facts. it's $200. It wasn't even $300 total for this and the game. It was like $270. I was like, bet. I was like, I'll pick it up. I've been wanting to play Pokemon for a couple of years now, and this is a great time for me to start again. Like, buy it this is coming from like i'm cheap with my stuff i don't like to just throw money at stuff like i want to save get you know get whatever yeah, i need to do to pay my bills get, uh, dragon ball <laughs> <laughs> so it's just i this is probably one of my favorite purchases i made this year and it's it's really fun i when i have time um, when i don't have uh, my daughter or i'm not working for 15 hours a day i put it on why I have anime in the background and I, and I play it. Yeah. And as as a uh, non-Pokemon person, like if you just like, hey, I heard this game got some cool reviews. Wonder if I should pick up a Switch and, and, and grab it and play it. Honestly, if you want to wait for some sales, Black Friday, Christmas, and it, you're not really like you're asking, like, should I get it right now? Go ahead and wait. It's okay. Um, I think it's a game that you could buy because obviously, like right now, I could I could tell a, a Pokemon fan uh, who's never played Pokemon before and they want to play like one of the older games to see if this series is something they're interested. I would tell them to go grab Platinum, go grab Black Two, White Two. But I I would say just because I'm a Pokemon fan, yes, buy it. But as a like a as a like one gamer to another, it's something that I could understand like someone waiting and not necessarily going to grab it. Anybody got any questions for him? Um, I do. Is there um, like an Elite Four like there is in every, any other game? Like a, like a bad no. boss? So, I guess, I, I don't know how spoiler or not spoiler I should go on this one, or like on the topic, but the uh, Sword and Shield is the first game to basically not have a post game. It, it has post-game content, but it is able to be done in probably an hour, if that. And that's not even like from a Pokemon point of view or I'm speedrunning it or I'm rushing through it. It really just does not have anything that any other game has had. No Elite Four. Um, what it does have in place of it is pretty cool, 
and unique, mind you. Um, but no, it does not have an Elite Four. There is no like crazy big amount of, of awesome post-game or something wild. There's just the stereotypical battle tower where you get your battle points, just like every other game's had the battle tree, the battle subway. It's got that, but that's it. And then after that, you just collect the Pokemon, you shiny hunt, and you competitively, you know, battle or casually battle, which is why I really do think we're about to see like some of the biggest update or DLC because Pokemon's never left us this high and dry before. And I don't think it's going to start now. I mean, from what I view, they're going to, I think they took out a lot of, because if you really pay attention to it, yeah, they, they took out either Pokemon that were barely used or some that were like, staples in competitive so mm -hmm. one specific uh staple that was taken out is scissor and I, yep. I know it's a huge complaint right now because you know somebody that does play competitively i don't play i don't have the game but i play on pokemon showdown right which is another if you want to play just strictly competitive it's, you can go online and play it for free just yeah. make an account super quick and the big thing running rampant on in competitive is darmanitan Specifically, Gorilla Tactics, Gorilla Tactics, Choice Scarf or Choice Bandit, Darmanitan. That mm -hmm. thing hits so hard that nothing is really checking it right now. Like it can check. I think the closest thing to a check is either Tasapex or a Eviolite Corsola and uh, um, Galarian Corsola. Even then, they're still taking like fifty percent. So right. what I think Pokemon is doing is they're trying to see, okay, how the meta goes. And then based off how the meta goes, they're going to add Pokemon to counter the meta. And that's mm -hmm. at least what I see, which yeah. goes back to the, um, you know, like you said, the train. I think the train, if we look at the anime too, the anime is supposed to be in every region. Yeah. So I think based off of wherever Ash is at in the anime is DLC. So if he's in Johto, they're gonna do a DLC where you take the train and you go to Johto. Mm -hmm. Just like they did back in um Gen 2, where you take the train from Kanto to Johto and vice versa. Yeah. Now for for the viewers, uh what Chrono was going on about was like with competitive meta, there's there's a Pokemon running loose that its its ability is that it can boost the user's attack stat for like physical hitting moves but only allows the first use of the selected move so whichever move you pick first out of the four moves that all pokemon get that is the one move it's locked into and this is something called choice um there's an item set choice band choice scarf uh choice specs and i think that's all three of them and yeah. and it's it's something competitive that makes a mon really threatening but it's kind of like a rock paper scissors you have to guess the move you're going to use and then you're locked into it and the only way to unlock that was previously to switch your mon and then switch it back in uh which hard swapping is a is a threatening thing because when you hard swap out which means on your turn your opponent attacks and you choose to switch a pokemon that pokemon who you're now coming in with so if i switched out my charizard and i brought in my pikachu my pikachu is going to take a free hit because switching always takes prior priority you always switch first unless a move says otherwise um and then you come in and you receive your opponent's hit. Um, now, what's really big about that as well is uh, Dynamaxing. The, the, the action of making your, your Mon really, really big breaks choice moves now. 
Like you can Dynamax when you're choiced into something and it will break that. Um, I, I've commented before to friends that I really do think that with this, you know, they made selections with this meta and, you know, who made it and who didn't make it uh, to really craft, uh, you know, the, the, the competitive scene where we're at. And I, I do agree uh, wholeheartedly that I, I do think that we're going to see almost like um, like seasons. Like I could see, okay, the train's currently here. Like this is where we have our connection with. So this bundle of Mon is now accessible to Sword and Shield. But I do think it's possible that for in-game, the train's going to leave and you're not going to be able to catch those Mons. And then for competitive, what I think it's going to do is I think it's going to lock the usage. It's going to turn those Mons to restricted Mons until the train's accessible for them. So I think it's going to rotate in like, you know, however many seasons they're going to they're gonna do here, which I think would be a really unique spin. Hmm. Well, I think uh, we've been Pokemon to death. Uh, anybody got any last questions before we move on to the next topic? No, that's it. All right. So thank you, Zen. Uh, you're more yeah. than welcome to stay for the rest of the podcast if you want. Um, next, uh, <laughs> next uh, thing on the docket we have is Ninja, the all-important Fortnite streamer, has a graphic novel slash comic book, whatever you want to call it now. And uh, people were throwing their own opinions on this i just threw this on there just to give what everybody's opinions on this was what do you guys think of ninja having a comic book now honestly the dude signed with adidas let him do whatever the fuck he wants yep you're ahead yeah. stop now yeah if he can make money do let the dude you know he's he's playing the game and he's playing it very well the dude's very smart and he's taking the game for everything it has right now. And he's going to keep coming up with new ways to make money. That dude's a businessman through and through. Not even that. I think this this is a power move because he does get to show. He's a role model for little kids. So he's showing little kids that, hey, yeah, I game. But look at all the other things that I do. You know, I got a shoe deal. I got to perform at New York for New Year's, even though my dance was trash. I get to design a comic book and stuff like that. Like he's actually motivating. It's, it's motivating to watch him do these things. Like I know I talk smack about Ninja a lot, but I can't stop that man hustle. And as a man that's grinding, I have nothing but respect for. Him. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. You got nothing to say? Anybody got anything to say? No, I'm. Like I said, news on top of the world right now. Can't stop him. <clears throat> All right. Well, I guess we're going to go ahead and get into our questions for this week. We got three of them. Um, one of them is a carryover from last week. Uh, just to finish this off so we can stop talking about this damn game. Um, Grono's sister uh, asked us, uh, since... Uh, basically, since uh, it's so divided, how does every, what does everybody feel about... Uh, Death Stranding, and do you think it's a good thing for uh, gaming? What? How do you feel about Death Stranding, pretty much? And then we'll put this to rest, and we're not going to talk about this anymore after this. Can, go, can I go first? Go ahead, Corno. Okay, so you have two different types of games. You have games like Detroit, and then you have action games like Metal Gear Solid. When you try and combine the two, 
it does not work. That's why Metal Gear Solid 5, in my opinion, only sold because it is Metal Gear Solid. Death Stranding is a worse version of Metal Gear Solid. It is a walking simulator that does not make sense. Gameplay-wise, story-wise, it is a really good story. I, I can admit that it's a really good story, but gameplay-wise, the fact that the game keeps throwing all this story at you and keeps cutting you off from gameplay, and the gameplay is bare bones and boring until you get a weapon, and even then it is still boring, it turns me off from the game. So I personally think Death Stranding is an overrated game that is being carried by Kojima's name. And it is not good for the gaming community because it shows how many fanboys are willing to suck a dick just for somebody's name. I said, man, that guy graphic is fuck quick. <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> how do you feel I about am. Death Stranding? I, I I think it's dumb. Um, that's that's all I have to say. I I think it's a dumb game. I've seen gameplay. I was excited because I saw Norman Reese, uh, Reedus in it, and then I was just like, you know what? This is even a game. Like you guys said, it's a movie. And if I wanted to see a movie, I'd go to the movie theater or stay at home. So, Sky. Um, like I said, I I've been waiting for this game for a long time. Um, ever since I really seen the first initial trailer. Um, I, I do think I'll enjoy it when I do decide to buy it. Um, but I, I don't know it, <clears throat> if it doesn't live up to my expectations, um, then I'm gonna be a little disappointed, but I think I'm a little more open-minded than most people about the way that the game plays because my first initial thought on the game, I looked at it, I, I seen it and I was like, this game is just gonna be fucking weird. Like it just is like and that's why uh i was drawn to it so much <clears throat> so um yeah i'm uh i think um it's a it's a to be determined i still have a lot of hype behind it and a lot of hope for it but until i get a full playthrough of it i don't know how i'll feel about it zen i think honestly i'm i'm kind of just tired of like okay you got Death Stranding, Norman Reedus, Cyberpunk 2077, Keanu Reeves, you got like No Man's Sky, you got games that are like hyped beyond belief for like really no good reason. Mm -hmm. Like I, I feel like the developers mean well, they just really want the game to be well received and they're really proud of what they're about to make. But like, I think when the game finally does come out and everyone plays it and that wow factor kind of wears off, I think it is a game that like you've been told the narrative once you've played through the gameplay once and then i think that's it i think it's a one and done and um that like that marketing tactic just hasn't worked in the past and i just i don't really it's not a direction for me no for me dog <laughs> my opinion um i feel like if this didn't have kojima behind it if this didn't have norman readers behind it this game will be getting panned as a walking simulator. A lot of people love to call PlayStation 4 exclusives walking simulators. They love to say, "Oh, all you're doing in, uh, all you're doing in Uncharted, you're just walking and talking all the time. All you're doing in uh, GTA, you're doing a whole bunch of talking and walking." That those games get panned. 
but because uh, Kojima and Norman Reedus make a game together, it gets unbelievable love. Now, is this game a good story? Good story wise, I don't know. I haven't put myself to go through and watch that, but from what I hear, it's a good story. Now, that's good. Like I played story based games before. I like uh, that the Batman Telltale games. I like Detroit. I like. Uh, until dawn those games are good but they also are not trying to tout themselves as the next second coming of jesus when it comes to games they stay they stayed in their lane and they're still massively popular because they knew hey i'm a movie first and game second mm-hmm. i think that's the re- the, and then kojima was saying stuff like oh uh this is a new genre it's a stranding game or he came out recently and said all oh, americans don't really understand the game at all uh, it's too complex for them when we have the game highest rated than any other country in the, in the mer- in, in the world. We ain't the one I, bashing the game like that, <laughs> right? So I, it, it, it's uh, it's a definitely a polarizing game. I think what's going to happen now is this game sells anywhere near anything like a bat, uh, anything like a Batman or a Spider Man. You're going to see a whole lot of copycats, and I'm not here for that. I'm gonna be honest with you. If you go on YouTube and watch all the cutscenes for Death Stranding like I did, any other game, <laughs> it's like it's like Kingdom Hearts three. You watch the cutscenes, you ain't missing shit. Mm. You polish a turd, it's still a turd. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, second question we got is from Gumby. He never lets us down with uh questions let me pull this back up give me a quick second no it wasn't even gumby i'm sorry it was uh harm from last week he said uh what is your guys guilty pleasure games games that people will probably look down on you for playing but you play them anyway uh we'll start with you zen uh i mean i got a little bit of uh pushback for it right here but uh i am an avid like competitive pc player so i play games like league of legends or smite oh i used to love league back in the day yeah like i I do that i do overwatch put me on a team put me on a ranked leaderboard and i'm i'm your guy and a lot of people nowadays are either really for that or really against it Mm -hmm. guys uh guilty pleasure games Mm mm-hmm Say it. If you don't say it, I'm gonna drive to your house right now. I'll be there in eight hours if you don't say this fucking game. Uh, it's really escaping my mind as to what he's talking about. Um, oh wow! So, so you're uh, playing nothing else but this game, and you always good seem like you have binge trips on it. But I. Um. Uh, so uh, Rocket League. Oh, oh, boy, oh come on, bro! Yo, yo, I didn't even, yo, I didn't even put that. that. Oh, I didn't even Wait, say that one because I didn't. Rocket League's in. What's your rank? I'm oh. champ three. First of oh, all, dude. Joey, so. send me your address. I'll be there in eight hours, bro. I don't really care if it's Thanksgiving tomorrow. I'm gonna kick you right in your left shin, bro. And hey, you baby, not- you you know you're always invited over. You family <laughs> dog. <laughs> You know, you better, uh, tell, you better tell him you're guilty pleasure game. So the game we, uh, Joey should have said, I'm sorry, Sky should have said was uh, <laughs> Ark. Um, uh, yeah. Wait, what? Play uh, Ark nerd. nerd. Wait, wait, what's that? <laughs> what game Ark. are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Dinosaur Simulator, pretty much. Uh, I'm so not saying it's not a good game. I'm not saying it's not a good game. Listen, as a child, all I wanted to do was fly dragons. Don't fucking down me. 
for flying dragons. Okay. Dude. No, it's cool. But when you uh, when you doing it on the game for eight hours grinding wood and listen, and, and listen, stuff, Linda, you can't, we can't even get you, you want, to we can't you even get you to play a, anything else. Literally, okay. Anything else I just had this else. argument with Randall the other day. Wait, no, hold on. Before you say this, hold on. You jumped in my party when you got online today, and what did you do? You instantly got out and went to play your little art game with your little seven-year-old friend. <laughs> no, Talk no, about, because... Oh, you never hey, hit me hey, up! Whoa, 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 Shut up. up. Hold up. Don't say seven-year-old like we... Man, come on, man. No, no, no. The reason why I got out is because there was a few people in there you know I don't necessarily get along with. And... It's, called, it's called the mute button. Yeah, yeah, they deserve way more than a mute button, hmm. but uh, we gonna speak past that. Um, mm -hmm. Anyways, so yeah, I play Ark, um, but Aaron, I found a solution. I fucking bought my own server, so um, I turned it up high so that I don't have to take eight hours to get 500 wood. Um, so... Now I can spend less time doing it and get the same amount, if not more, accomplished. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, uh, no Chrono. Sonic Unleashed. I love that game. I love that game. Fuck what everybody talking about. That is one of the greatest. I don't care for the Werehog part, but the uh, but the Sonic parts are just oh my god. I feel like Sonic Unleashed, out of all the 3D Sonics, is the best one and the only reboot reason people bitch about it is because of the warehouse mm -hmm. but other than that that game is pretty good even though warehouse segments aren't really that bad they're actually well, you gotta pay when you gotta spend 20 minutes before you can get to the next uh state section it's pretty no, i mean <laughs> it, it session gates shit off too that's like you gotta collect the coins but like like i said i love that game to death i will play I that play, game I, I, and, I love that game Go I'm ahead. about to make so many people mad. Sonic 06. Ew. <laughs> I, 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 I ain't got your back on that one. You the reason that why, one. wait. The reason why I like Sonic 06 is because I don't know if y'all remember the rapper Charles Hamilton. <laughs> His corny ass. <laughs> Super corny ass dude. <laughs> and I never knew where there's a certain beat. He got the um the aquatic zone. The Aquatic Zone, yeah, you know yeah, exactly, I know what, exactly song I'm what you're talking about. And that was maybe the <laughs> What is it? Sonic the Hamilton, Sonic the Hamilton. I'm I was like, just saw, I'm like, I know people were probably like, Charles Hamilton, that dude, it, look at Childish Gambino and make him 10 times cornier. He's more cornier than Charles Gambino, and, and you know, that's saying a lot. If y'all really don't remember him, look up Charles Hamilton gets punched by his girlfriend. The funniest fucking video you will ever see on YouTube. <laughs> Dude got hit so hard. He said, ooh, and you punched me. I didn't mean to do that. All because he brung up abortion. Mm -hmm. mm. Uh, who hasn't go yet? Rabbit? Rabbit. Yeah. Uh, Diablo 3. Um, oh, I, I have... Guilty pleasure if it's a good game. Um, <coughs> it's a... I mean, yeah. Um, I really don't. All I really play is Diablo 3, Rocket League, and Call of Duty right now. Uh, it's been my triple lineup. Um, I haven't played uh, Dragon Ball uh, Fighters in a while, or Tekken, or Mortal Kombat. Um, I'm going to say Diablo 3 because okay. I've I've been on like a little kick of it because the new season came out the other day. 
so it's just that's my guilty pleasure i don't i don't know dude <laughs> <laughs> um my uh guilty pleasure game is any game that hardly anybody's ever heard of uh, shante you play as a half genie girl with and she kills things by whipping her hair at it um so sendale Pretty much Sindel that can transform into animals. So yeah, so it's a platformer. Um, it's one of those games that me and my girl got into, and uh, it's a grown man should be playing with like a fourteen-year-old anime-looking girl. But hey, it it is what it is. Man, I don't know. What's can, I, can I throw one more game that I play to this day that I've been to playing since the game ever came out? To this day, Jetset Radio Future. That is the greatest video game of all time. I said it, quote, Chrono, it's the greatest video game I'm not of gonna, all time. I'm not going to co-sign you on there, but I do like that <laughs> radio. It's the greatest, it has the greatest soundtrack to all fucking time in video games. That's debatable. It's, it's the greatest. Shit, I mean, he time. must have forgot about Turok Evolution. But, Yo, oh, Turok Evolution. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't heard Jet Set Radio soundtrack, don't talk to me about fucking Turok. Another guilty pleasure game for me. Uh, if you guys ever played uh, Brawlhalla, skins oh. <laughs> on Overwatch. I don't get any skins on one. Overwatch. Uh, you Yo. still got more hours in Ark than I do in Overwatch. <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't, Mister. Last time I looked, like uh, twenty thousand months ago, one hundred twenty-eight hours. And uh, Reinhardt, talk to me nice. Ooh, I've been How playing about a game both of y'all get to diamond like me. Talk to me. Okay. Yeah, I thought All so. Right. All right. <laughs> I, I forgot. Yeah. We got the King Doomfist in here. Oh. Oh boy. Anyways. Um, what? Oh, okay. And the last question comes from a new subscriber, uh, Cammy from work. Um, she says, what do you guys, and this is a comic book question. What do you guys feel about the connections between, uh, it's a Teen Titans question, between Slade and Robin, and why do they hate each other? They hate each other because they Man. are each other. It's like yeah. Slate and Robbie, Slate and Robbie. The episode from uh, two thousand, the, the the two thousand three series, uh, the Teen Titans series, kind of answered that question. Yeah, like, they exactly. They they go about it's literally, back. it's literally Batman, Joker, Slade, and Robin. If you really look at it, it's yeah. like they're the same person. They just go about things differently. Mm-hmm. One for justice, one for injustice. Well, if you want to go about a comic book example, and uh, me and Zen were talking about this at uh, work earlier today, um, uh, Slade hates the fact that preteen adolescent pe- uh, kids are being heroes. He hates that to the point where he wants to cause bodily harm to the Teen Titans so that no other kid would get the idea to become a sidekick. That was his main draw and why he hated uh the Teen Titans in the comic books if you want to go by the original uh, continuity but if you're going by uh, any other cartoons and stuff this is basically like they said he's they're so much similar you know how uh, you argue with somebody because they act so much like you and you can't stand them kind of like how uh, Skies and Chrono (laughs) Settle down. They two sides of the same coin, and that's why they get don't get along all the time. But hey, what do I know? Um, but that's basically the answer to that. Anybody wants to add anything to that? I agree. That's pretty much it. I agree, except for the last part. Oh, (laughs) no, I agree with everything. (laughs) (laughs) I said what I said. 
we all know what I said. So. All right. Um, next thing on the docket, uh, Viperus is a Twitch streamer. She got banned for saying the word nerd. Uh, at first, they said that it was because she said a uh, the a other n word. Yeah. But um, if you go and listen to the video, it's clear as day that she said nerd. So uh, this might lead into a different topic, but I think you beta males just need to get a life. Just yeah. because you donate a couple thousand dollars to a Twitch streamer doesn't mean she's your girlfriend, guys. Y'all, y'all are, are a trip. These the beta males, I don't know where they're coming from, and they definitely are breeding. I don't know how because most of them are incels, but. Jesus. Uh, anybody want to pick up the torch? Twitch had a message for them N-word turtles. That's all I'm going to say, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it came out, yo. Like, I went back, and at first, I'm not going to lie, I thought she said it, and then they broke it down. They slowed it down, like, five times. Five, six times. I'm like... I can see both sides. I, I hate. To, I have to be different from AK. I can see both sides. I can see how people heard it, and then I can see how once you break it down, yeah, she clearly said nerd. But Twitch been on some shit anyway. Like, yeah, yeah, they've been banning. They they have no rhyme or reason to their bans at all. Twitch. I don't understand why people haven't switched platforms. I mean, let's be listen. Twitch is the same platform that let porn pop up at six o'clock in the morning, yo. You don't even gotta go on Pornhub. Just tune in to Twitch. And you catch, catch, porn uh, on the fucking recommended. Like that shit was Pornhub. Ninja and Shroud catch right now, Mixer. Like, mm. <laughs> but, but let's let's be realistic. I feel like it was more of a statement. They were trying to make a statement that we're going to crack down but in actuality you you're not cracking down on shit when you still got some of these e-girls flashing their titties on fucking cam or oh, that man that punched his wife on camera and didn't get banned or yeah, <laughs> the yeah. one that woman that was that threw her cat on on street and got banned for a month so like what are you what are you really trying to show here clearly and maybe it's just i feel maybe they need more when they when it comes to these claims, they need somebody or a section that actually sits down and reviews it. Not just let a bot do it. Yeah, don't let a bot do it. Let, like actually sit down and review some of the cases because there are there have been plenty of cases people get false false flag for dumb shit for people trolling on somebody's people trolling on somebody's stream sending a video with the N word in it and that person gets banned because they just read a message from somebody else. Right. Yeah, right. I think that's stupid. Like you're gonna right. get banned because someone on your stream is being a um a troll, like that's not cool. And not to play devil's advocate, chick, you know that Twitch TOS is on some bullshit. Why would you say anything close to the N-word? Like I know a lot of fans, if you guys do listen to this, are gonna be like she should be able to say what she wants, but y'all know how ignorant Twitch is. So to be safe, let's not even get close to the word. That's just like if YouTube tries to crack down on us. You think I'm gonna be close to the N word and I'm black. You think I'm gonna be close to it? No, man, I'm trying to get my community started. I'm trying to get us known. And let's be realistic, like every other YouTuber, we're trying to get a little bit of money in our pocket. So why would I even use a word close to it? Like, come on, use, use your common sense. Guys, 
Um, I mean, I think I think Twitch has been out of pocket with this shit for a long time now, bro. Like they, have. they really have. I mean, perfect examples and shit I was gonna bring up the cat. I mean, like all kinds of shit, bro. Like it's just like can y'all get it together? Like and and I understand the like, well, you know, don't say anything close to it. Yeah, like I, I get that, but like you know, at what point is it like, can, what can I say? Like, you know, <laughs> and so. Then it, it, people definitely have special treatment for different streamers. Cause like, like I said, exactly. Like he, he just said that word how many times and he's still a thing. Like, <laughs> I mean, but then, then um, that gotta go, that has to go on the streamers as a whole to do what Ninja did. Even though Ninja and Shroud, let's be honest, really popping on mixer but they make they got money their bag to go over there yeah they got their bag to go over there their bag is securing them for the loss of views and money they about to lose over here but at the same time why not as content creators do you not go to the competition to make the stand to say we're not gonna go for this like you stand on that platform i understand you have your fans but you stand on that platform you're basically saying that i'm twitch bitch i hate to tell y'all like this I hate to tell you streamers, but if you stay on that platform and you see what the fuck is going on, yet you don't make a change, you are a Twitch bitch, period. <laughs> if you're not trying to make a change of it and you're just sitting there complaining about it, you're just complaining just to hear yourself complain, because if you're not going to do anything about it, shut up. I don't know. Um, Zen, you got anything to add to that? Not really. I mean, I, I was going to kind of say the same thing that uh i don't know who said at this point but like just just i guess if you're gonna be a streamer and this is gonna be your main source of income like you should know to be kind of careful like everything's being taken into to false interpretation and 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 left up to like automation to get auto banned and stuff like that but like sometimes like you can't help it like there's the one lady who she said in the grocery store like really quickly and kind of mumbled and it sounded like she said like the n-word store or something like that and she got banned uh until it was reverted as well but like i don't know youtube's on their like auto policy bullshit and twitch is on their like (laughs) we're gonna ban you for saying Uh, that that youtube thing is definitely the last thing we're talking about tonight yeah Yeah. so i mean yeah rabbit you got anything that Okay, um, moving on, uh, CD Projekt Red is announcing that they possibly might have microtransactions. Um, and this is coming at, uh, a pretty big, uh, shock to everyone because how big anti, uh, microtransaction they were on The Witcher 3, particularly how much, uh, DLC they released. From what was the, from what it says, um... They said it could be potentially just for the multiplayer, but nobody wants multi microtransactions even in their multiplayer. I know Chrono really wanted to speak about this. Oh, I'm gonna let him yeah, go first. I've been waiting for this shit. All you motherfucking Project CD Red Dick Rotten motherfuckers. <laughs> what did I tell y'all for the past three motherfucking podcasts? I knew they was gonna do this shit. I knew they was gonna do this shit. All that shit that Project C talking, and then they bring up this shit. And you know what they tried to say? Oh, it's not set in stone. 
it's not this, this, and that. We would never, we would make it reasonable for our fans. Fuck that. Earlier in the year, y'all said this was going to be a single-player game. Now it's going to add multiplayer into the game, no matter if it's later or whatever. And then you, we have microtransactions, no matter if it's cosmetic or not. Why the fuck are you putting it in a single-player game? All that shit y'all was talking. All that shit that y'all was bashing EA and bashing fucking Activision for, y'all do about to do the same fucking shit. And you know what's about to happen? Same as Kojima, the same players are gonna dick ride and give you that fucking gut gut 3000 twist combo when the game fucking comes. Don DeMarco. Like, no, fuck that, yo. I'm about to talk my shit. I'm about to pop off because this is why I said I am not excited. I'm not anticipating this game. Because these game developers do this shit every time. Let's be realistic, gamers. Project CD Red did not really start popping until Witcher 3 started popping. Nobody Thanks. knew what the fuck nobody, Witcher 1 and 2 Nobody was. cared about the Witcher 1 nobody and 2. And if you, if you said you did, you capping. <laughs> nobody gave a fuck about Witcher 1 and 2. But now when Witcher 3 comes out, Project CD Red is the savior because they gave us DLC with two games that were two full expansions okay that's good that's nice i do i will praise them for that but they had no fucking right to talk shit you are the new guys on the block y'all have no fucking for y'all to do this and i love looking at youtubers i don't i'm not trying to start no drama with no youtubers we are a small youtube channel but i love especially people like young yeah that are fucking dick riders trying fucking justify the shit that they said i love looking at that shit because by that logic, we should all be uh, the Jedi Fallen Order dick riders now because they didn't right. get, they didn't put no microtransactions. And, in. I, yeah. and I, I love <laughs> and this is breaking news because I just I was just looking at YouTube as we were talking. I love how he made a video saying, "Oh, now EA eats EA worse because this game is justified." Yes, EA has to eat their words about single player games, but you you. All the gamers that supported Project CD Red and Project CD Red themselves had to eat the words of what the fuck they said earlier. All that shit talking about them saying we will never make a game multiplayer while trying to implement multiplayer into their fucking game. Like, shut the fuck up and make the fucking game. Like, period. I'm going to be the advocate. I, I want fucking developers and shit to do this one thing. Do what Apex did. Shut the fuck up. And just release the shit. And just release the shit. Don't talk, don't bash another fucking company, no matter what the fuck they do. Because that company can always turn themselves around. Yep, as and much now you as, stupid. Right, now you looking stupid because, I hate to say it, EA is looking like the good guys right now because they released that single player game that actually well, has broken fucking like record. Good guys, I'll say that. Well, Respawn, whatever. They're looking like the good fucking guys right now where you're looking like a fucking idiot. Like, mm -hmm. Project CD Red, shut the fuck up and make the fucking game. Don't say shit else. They Don't gotta market it though, bro. <laughs> bro, fuck the marketing shit. People are excited. Just drop fucking trailers, show gameplay. Don't talk about multiplayer. Don't talk about single player. Don't talk about microtransaction. Don't talk about another company. Drop the fucking game and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell how you really feel, bro. Hey, I don't right, yo. <laughs> Zen, you got anything you want to add to that? Did the beat go off? 
It definitely did. He dropped the mic, didn't he? I thought I was passionate about Pokemon, though. Hold on. Man. I don't mean to rant like that, though. I just hate... No, I feel you. No, it's well-deserved. I mean... Uh... Man, what didn't he say? Uh, I kind of enjoyed Witcher 2. Uh, uh, yeah. It's hard to go back to, though. It definitely is. Yeah, it hasn't aged well. But I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't hear about nothing about The Witcher until The Witcher 3 came out. I didn't even know there was a thing until The Witcher 3 came out. Bro, I didn't know. Go ahead, go ahead. I didn't know until uh, that rant that The Witcher wasn't made by Bethesda. <laughs> bro, everybody just, don't know. A lot of people don't know which was a just, PC game. It was mainly a PC <laughs> game. Only the PC community knew about yeah. The Witcher. I think I it did come out on PlayStation, it. but it wasn't popping like it was on PC. That's why I tell people like when everybody talk about The Witcher Three is so genre defined. No, the fuck is not. What the fuck are you talking about? The Witcher Three is a better revamped version of fucking Dragon Age. If you want to be fucking honest about it. Dragon Age defined the fucking Witcher. So when I hear gamers say this shit, I'll be like, man, can y'all get off they dick, man? It's a good game. It's a it's a great game. It deserved winning one game of the year, but it's not that fucking amazing that y'all gotta say CD Project Red is the fucking savior like Kojima. Fuck out of here. <laughs> These people be stands for companies after one game, yo. <laughs> Uh, Skies, you got anything to add about CJ, uh, CD Project Red? Bro, I just... I done spent enough money on Rocket League already, bro. Don't make me do this. And the new Rocket Pass comes out soon. Bro, don't make me do this. Because I definitely want that cyber... Ugh, I ain't gonna hold you. Like, oh I want it too, bro. Like... And now you're talking about my exactly exactly like, it's like finding out a hot girl just like ah <laughs> like like i was petitioning for y'all i was defending y'all and now you, know you how i feel this. about now you know how i feel about kingdom hearts earlier this year it's the same Bro, it sucks you though. got you got embarrassed you got embarrassed that was a whole different ball game bro that was embarrassing <laughs> That's that's a whole different uh, bag of beans than CD Projekt Red and, and this shit. But it is what it is. It's gonna be what it is, and we can't stop it from being what it is. So we just gonna I'll have tell to. Tell you this much: I'm definitely not buying the day one anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and I want it to be a great game. Don't get me wrong; I really do want it to be a great game. I pray that it's a great game. I just want them to stop talking so much shit, bro. Like, just stop. That's the. Well, only I mean, thing every I everything has their fans. I mean, mm-hmm. there's people who are Patriot fans. There are people who Which are, are X- wrong, obviously. There are people who are still ride or die for Xbox, even after all this shit they didn't went through. There are still people who are uh, buy every goddamn Apple uh, product that comes out. So <clears> hey. <throat> Hey, people have their hey. people are stands about their stuff, no and matter how them, right or wrong they are. I tell them, saying, same way, shut the fuck up because no companies been fucking you over for the longest. Minus the Patriots, Patriots got results, so you can't be mad at them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, last thing on the podcast notes for tonight, and it's a big one. Um, for you guys that don't know, YouTube has more changes that are coming. 
Um, basically, they're trying to make their uh, advertisers not be able to put, you know, crazy stuff on kids' videos because uh, uh, the kids' YouTube channels pretty much run YouTube. If you if you really want to stop and look at the views, because how many people have a niece, cousin, nephew, little brother, little sister, or whatever that you just throw the phone to them and they watch them stupid Johnny Johnny videos and stuff like that? Raise your hands. Exactly. Oh, no, yeah. Papa. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So <laughs> cut that down. They got this where they're going to make sure that they can mark your um your videos while the safer kids are not safer kids. That's what they touted it as to begin with. But there were some people who read the fine print, and now once you agree to that, YouTube has the right to whether they can delete your uh delete your channel if it's not making YouTube any money. No work, no warning, no nothing. Yeah, that's done. Nice. And so now it's a big outrage of it. And this really hasn't came out yet until like it won't be like official official until like January. But it's uh definitely some outlash going on with this and uh I, I, I don't know if I'm missing anything out of it, but that's basically the outline of it from what I've been told. Uh anybody wanna take a stab at it first? Nope. I ran it, so I'll go last. Then I mean, I, I've be, I've been preaching it for a while. I think YouTube as a, uh, as a place to try and make a name for yourself and make revenue has been dead for a while. And I, yeah. think, I think it's it's Twitch's time. Even though they're on some bullshit with the whole like we'll ban you out of nowhere for you know saying grandma. Like I think <laughs> definitely that. don't don't definitely don't put all your ducks in one your eggs in one basket when it comes to this trying to be a. Uh, uh, creator stuff. <laughs> you yeah. definitely got to branch out. Yeah, so I just, I don't know. I, I think YouTube's been kind of going crazy. I actually think there's a little bit of, like, it's a bittersweet moment. So I think what everyone's been wanting is YouTube to be very upfront with their guidelines, very upfront with what's happening, what's allowed, what's not allowed, what's monetized, what's not monetized. So I think there will be a little bit of sweet relief from this for some, but I think for others who are kind of caught in the gray area of what does this mean for them, I think it'll be a kind of a weird situation. I think I think they're Bobby. So <laughs> this is what I think, right? YouTube is one of the only places we can watch, like where people make videos, edit them, and put them online. Um, I don't know of any other site right now. They, I mean, they have Twitch and Mixer, but those are live streams. So mm-hmm. YouTube is just trying to flex their muscle right now because they're the only platform out there that I know of that does the the video subscriptions and all that stuff. So I think until uh, someone comes up with another platform that rivals YouTube, they can do whatever the fuck they want and get away with, get away with it. Especially how big of a juggernaut they is. Yeah, like they have no competition. No one is even threatening their... Dude, they're, everyone are like ants. They're just stepping on everyone. So it's like... They can do whatever they want. No one's going to stop them. No one's going to stop using YouTube because there's nothing other than YouTube. So until someone wants to buckle up and make something bigger than YouTube, we all just got to suck it up and deal with it. The only other thing that comes to mind is like TikTok and IGTV. That's about it. Oh, you can't use TikTok. Those are like 15 second long videos. Yeah, I mean, bro. TikTok <laughs> is basically Vine's little brother, but yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, my my quick snippet on that is 
Um, I don't agree with it, and it's for a couple of reasons. But one big reason, somebody that I watch who I think is really good, especially in the way he markets himself and uh, the way he's posed his videos and stuff, he's, he's just hilarious. Dude, David Dobrik. Yeah. Um, so David Dobrik, four-minute segment videos, um, little uh vloggy type things doing funny shit whatever dude was making close to 200k a month um when he first started youtube and first got big the guy is bringing home a whopping two thousand four hundred dollars from youtube ad revenue um because he got marked as like not kid friendly and so he doesn't get as many ad dollars for advertisements and yada 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 anyways you just done dug in this guy's pocket for 100 uh, over one hundred ninety thousand dollars. like 90 percent of his revenue that he was living on for years and yeah. now he just got like exactly. oh we all gotta find something else right so now the dude has to market himself in different ways with brand deals and endorsements and stuff like that imagine i mean he just bought his first ferrari um uh recently and he didn't even want to buy it his his hard for me to feel bad for somebody who got a ferrari bro i ain't gonna hold no 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 no, no, no. (laughs) well the story behind it is is he basically like this whole time his manager and him he he had wanted it right but he never got it because he never felt like he deserved it he liked doing more for other people and so he didn't like spending his money like that now just imagine like where his net worth is now versus where his net worth could be if youtube didn't dig in his pocket like that yeah he also I has mean, some amazing like I, i'm also an avid watcher of david obrick and he yeah he's i mean this man's bougie he's like a millionaire billionaire even possibly like he buys all of his friends cars he uh, not a billionaire he's not he's a billionaire. definitely yeah but, i mean low like, low millions probably like five times he's he's found the way to use endorsements to to use deals to use marketing to really get himself out there so he's not just living up because he's an old vine star too originally because he started doing vines and then after vine kind of slowed down he went to youtube and then once vine died he fully switched to youtube so now he uses like you know he he promotes things like seat geek to buy like tickets and that's how he like assists in buying like cars and, his, and stuff is like youtube has like a vine-esque nature to it behind yeah. the like the four minute videos i mean you think about it youtube videos nowadays are pro- your average is probably between 10 and 25 minutes mm-hmm. like and this guy is just hitting that niche group of people that like that that slow kind of video um or that that quick video um you know with just all that jam-packed like content where the dude doesn't set anything up he's basically like this is what we're doing um we're drawing dicks on jason's uh you know living room wall boom 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 dicks on jason's living room wall okay end of video that was fucking hilarious like that is literally what he does and he hits that group so well um he he's just really good at it but youtube dug in this man's pockets like like they owned him (laughs) and Mm-hmm. It, it's a bit ridiculous. Uh, <sighs> I feel like I feel like YouTube is kind of trying to attack not only big YouTubers that are marking it safe for kids, but the little YouTubers that are trying to get into the platform. Because you look at the fine print, like they said, YouTube can delete a channel 
if they so please if we're not making money. So, you know, for us as a podcast and soon to be add more content into our channel, if we don't bring in a certain amount of revenue that you so fit, we could be off of YouTube and we lose a whole platform. Now, it's only 27 subscribers. Yeah, but that's 27 people that actually listen to us and think that, hey, you know, we put some type of influence in their life, whether it's us talking shit or it's us giving them good advice. You know what I'm saying? That that would hurt me if we lose 27 subscribers. So I hate to see somebody get a channel, let's say, have, what, 5,000 subscribers? That's not making that much money, maybe like 200, maybe 300 bucks per video. And they're getting kicked off of YouTube. Like that's that's crazy to me, and I don't know if this is the target because I don't know if you guys remember earlier in the year there were YouTube comments on children um children videos that was like yo at ten eighteen she bends over or some shit like that with the pedophiles and stuff so I don't know if this is targeting the pedophiles and they're trying to make it safer or if it's just YouTube like you know like rather said flexing their muscles but this ain't it. No, that's definitely in it. it is, I think it, it was the main problem with YouTube. Every time they try to do something automated, I know it's hard to have physical people go through and scrub videos, especially as many videos there are. But you are a multi-billion dollar company. Find a way. Because this ain't it, Chief. Because what's going to end up happening... Every every time a, a company gets super cocky to where they think that they can, nothing can uh, uh, fight them, something comes out the blue and hits them hits them hard. Yeah. Like how uh, Blockbuster was uh, the main be off when it comes to videos. Like they could have bought Netflix. Netflix actually, wa- yeah, I was gonna say Netflix wanted to do a deal with Blockbuster, but Block- Blockbuster turned them like, down. Oh, ain't nobody gonna do the streaming. Y'all guys are stupid. Now look at where's Blockbuster now. What's Blockbuster? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I forgot what YouTuber I was looking at, and he had like a um, he made one point. He he was like, what YouTube is failing to realize is that the big YouTubers that's making them money, two percent of YouTube. It's like two yep. percent of YouTube. Those what? 80 million subscribers those 1 million subscribers that's only 1% of YouTube the other 99 is the smaller channels the people that they download YouTube clips of their families just to have memories of their family because they don't want to use cloud storage people like us that we record gaming clips just for friends so we could use as a video or we could joke like yo remember this one time when I put you in the combo blah 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 Mm-hmm. And I don't think YouTube sees that. So if you go and scrub all those little channels out, what do you really have? Because now you're going to cause backlash for those people that lost those memories who weren't trying to be YouTubers. Mm-hmm. And right. that's that's the part that really scares me and makes me mad at YouTube is that you guys sold out. Like <laughs> you guys sold out bad. You gonna sit up at like uh. YouTube, the first YouTube video ever put on the channel was just some dude at a zoo. Like, come on, yo. <laughs> mm-hmm. We gonna act like Rev X wasn't one of the biggest <laughs> YouTube stars back in the day, and he was only averaging like a thousand views. Like, come on, son. 
people like Deji, KSI, that all joint when they first came on YouTube, what if they go ahead and check off, oh, this is kid from, you know how much money KSI would lose? 90% of what he makes already? <laughs> And a lot of views come from kids who just clicking on stuff that uh, don't have YouTube channels. Because I know uh, my son watches like FGTV and the rest of them people that uh, he doesn't have a YouTube channel, but he's definitely contributing to views because he watched that more than regular TV nowadays. I think YouTube, and this is my opinion, I feel like YouTube knows that they're like the leading when it comes to television views, they're basically leading because I don't think people watch cable like that no more. I might be wrong. I really don't think people watch cable like that no more. Either we're streaming videos on people are aging below them. Yeah, like I feel like YouTube knows eventually they're gonna take over what people watch nowadays. Like I think streaming is. Why really do you think Conan O'Brien and people like The Rock and stuff got YouTube channels now? Why do you think Will Smith got a YouTube channel? Like it's obvious where they're going, and it, and the sad part is they're gonna get rid of the people that actually built built the website to where it is. They're gonna get rid of the small time YouTube the person who just got uh, wants to make a stupid video because they got out the shower singing the Mortal Kombat theme or something like. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's a work in progress. I don't know exactly what they should do, but this definitely ain't it. Mm-hmm. Ain't it, Chief? A bitch to it, bitch. All right. Um, time. <laughs> this is the uh, that was the last thing I had on my notes. So we're gonna just go ahead and do these outros. Uh, Zen, since you are our guest, go ahead and uh, uh, get get your outros and shout out your social medias if you want to and all of that good stuff. Well, uh, thanks everyone for having me. Uh, subscribe and like uh, the Nerd Boys podcast. Make sure to smack that bell so you know whenever we upload, as soon as we <laughs> upload. <laughs> and if you ever need any IT work done, go ahead and hit Zen no. in his DMs. Hit me in my He's... DMs so I can process Captain your face off. Oh my god. We will be recording his voice to do the subscribe, like, <laughs> <laughs> I am always available for I am always a gamer. So if you ever guys uh, need an extra extra voice to come on here and listen to Chrono yell for an hour, let me know because I'm always down. So uh, <laughs> at least somebody respect my yelling, yo. Y'all gonna respect yelling, yo. <laughs> but uh, on on a real note, much love. Thanks, AK, for uh, for bringing me out here. I guess if Anytime. anyone wants to follow me, uh, you know, Twitter at Zentyphoon. I post pretty degenerate stuff. Uh, and oh, gaming boy. stuff sometimes, so uh, there you go. Yeah. Skies? Uh, yeah, I just want to uh, thank everyone for listening and all the continued support. I want to thank Zen for coming out and uh, making this episode great and giving us all the knowledge he knows and obviously for um, you know the free offer for working on any of our equipment if it ever needs to be uh, oh worked on. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just appreciate it, y'all. Y'all know where to find me. Um, SkiesNBP on Twitter. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, Rabbit? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Thanks, Zen, for coming on. And um, so I'm about to use his voice as my voice from now on because uh, I was just in awe that whole video, the, the, the whole podcast, dude. This dude, dude's voice is amazing. But uh, thank you guys <laughs> for uh, listening to our podcast. All right, Carno? Uh, 
want to thank Zen for coming on. The Pokey Tuber, you know, dropping that knowledge. I'm gonna have yeah. to battle him, see where he at. Oh, see boy. how good he is. Here we go. Um we got more content coming on the way other than the podcast. We're gonna try and get some gaming content out. Um y'all won't be hearing me yell. I am working on a video. Um uh, talking about working on goals. Yeah, I we'll see with the bet. You know what the feedback from the fans are if they like the videos maybe one of the nerd boys could drop a video every week to come with the podcast mm-hmm. but we'll see um and last but not least because i'll be ranting <laughs> i'm really passionate when it comes to these videos watching the industry from what it was to what it's becoming so when you hear me i snap don't look at it as if Oh, he's just one of those angry video games. I'm really passionate about what's going on. And as gamers, we really do need to sit down and say, this shit needs to change. Mm. And that's just being real. So, yeah. And the funny thing is, is most of the time, Chrono's unpopular opinion is the one that nobody wants to fucking hear. Mm-hmm. But it definitely needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. All right, aka in the building. Um, watch a uh, lookout for um, me and uh, Lala is what she's gonna go by. Uh, my fiance, uh, we're gonna drop a uh, review on 21 Bridges, the newest uh, Chadwick Bozeman movie. We saw that earlier this week, so we're gonna do a joint um, review on that. Just look out for that coming out pretty soon. Um, you guys, um, I love how much love we're getting on Facebook. That's easily the best thing we have done as far as like growing that. Um, but you guys need to follow us on Twitter too. If anybody who's does listen to the audio version, anybody who's watching YouTube, we do we do have a Twitter, and uh, that's the easiest way that either that or Facebook is the easiest way to get in contact with us if you want your questions heard on there. We've had a total of maybe two anchor of questions so i think that's kind of a dead mission at this point but interact uh, with us boys <laughs> but if you want a question answered on the podcast don't hesitate to shoot uh any of us a dm or anything like that and we definitely will make sure it gets heard but uh i'm tired of talking i think we should be good as far as like this episode this is a nerd boy podcast episode six we out of here later Happy turkey uh, day. later Happy Turkey Day to everybody.